You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. You are listening to Dunson, the storytelling show, live on location in New Orleans, and yet again, Catherine is late. But luckily, I found this Bayou lady just wandering around. Hey, y'all. My name is Bayou Betty. Hi, Betty. How you doing? So, like, what what are you? What is it you want me to do out uh, well, here? Well, we Jeff? are uh, we are doing a radio show, and I I'm not a host, so. Uh, I'm just uh, using you as a host to cover for Catherine until she gets here. Um, here's like the host a, of a parasite or just like... No, no, we're we're hosting a, a radio show. So we're going to tell stories and you're going to um, you're going to talk to guests. Oh, I can spin a tale, let me tell you. Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad that you can spin a tale. Um, so uh, I thought that maybe at... Uh, so yeah, the, the, the order of things that we do is that you, you play a song and we get started. Okay, so I guess I'll play one of my favorite songs uh, right here. Listen to this right here. I got it queued up and all. Okay. Or do I? This is actually one of my favorite songs.
was lovely by you betty i thank you i like to lull myself to sleep at night listen to that you know yeah i mean i I believe that's like sort of uh tom waits is like christmas like tradition is eating a chocolate jesus i think that's a that's a good good a good lead-in to like uh, talking about maybe what our chris what our holiday traditions are every year so yeah i mean what are your holiday traditions uh, we have our oh, we have our guest. So if we should introduce our guest. Uh, we have Alon here. Okay. Hello. Uh, hi, Alon. And uh, coming out real soon. I got a friend coming back out of soon. We'll see about that. Uh, we also we also have so hello, a, Alon. Hello, we, Eddie. Uh, we we also have um a, a guest here today that is just a literal hedgehog, literal hedgehog. Oh. Is yeah. he like real fast, like them blue hedgehogs? No, it's it's white and it um it it sits there and smells me. It's interesting. You better not get near none of my gators. Know what I'm saying? Because like my gators, they oh they spin around and they make some noise, you know, on their stomachs and backs to let uh-huh. women know that they're fertile and ready to go. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Did you know that um? Well, I'm just. What? No, I was going to say foxes. No, what? <laughs> foxes. I'm listening. Foxes. Foxes uh, are actual carnivores of hedgehogs. Yeah. Um, scientifically accurate is this really funny YouTube series that comes out. And they uh, like dissect um, like cartoons that came out like Pokemon, Ninja Turtles, Chippendales, Rescue Rangers. Um, and they did one for uh, Sonic the Hedgehog because that was a cartoon. And they were like, did you know that uh, basically they were they were giving all these facts about hedgehogs, which are you know not the most flattering facts about hedgehogs, but how disgusting they could be, which they can be for sure. But um, I evidently mean, I could be disgusting. I relate. Yeah. <laughs> but but the, but the point is that uh, Sonic had tails, who is a fox, and foxes incidentally in uh, rea- in reality eat hedgehogs. Yeah. So tails was actually just biding his time, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was oh, a jo- like a vulture. Like yeah, yeah, he's just. I mean, Sonic was too big for him to hunt, so he had to wait wait his turn, bite his time. So that's like a long game, you know. Like that. Betty, how long have you? Uh, are Are you from New Orleans originally? Did you grow up outside of New Orleans? Well, I, well, I've also lived here all my life. I did stay in a few places. Know what I'm saying? Kind of like a gypsy. Uh-huh. But, uh, this is my home. I always come back. Wow, yo, there's a lot of gypsies over there. I mean. I mean, there are tons. A there are a whole race of people. <laughs> no, but I mean, New Orleans is special because New Orleans is a. Uh, I mean, my sister lives. Sorry, in New what? Or- my sister lives in New Orleans. Did you know that, Betty? My sister lives out there. She's no, not. I know a- that. I mean, I probably know her, but I did not know that she was your sister. 
She she knows she she. Betty knows every. Apparently, Betty knows everyone in New Orleans. New Orleans is a small city. I've it's been very I, small. You know, I've been there plenty of times. Um, when I was uh, well, maybe we'll t- save that for later. But uh, let's go to our um. Uh, <laughs> That's a, I mean, that's a good story. So I'll save that for when I have to tell a story because uh, I usually don't tell stories. Um, uh, so well, what is it? <laughs> uh, I went to, I went to New Orleans uh, shortly after Katrina and yeah. uh, um, uh, on a road trip. So, and I spent uh, and I performed comedy there for no one. But that was uh, that is something that I had done. I mean, uh, everybody was probably rebuilding a lot. You know. I, oh, I think that just everyone. Well, when I, and also during Katrina, I was in. I was a student at Georgia Tech, and um, um, half the school turned into uh, um, like a bunch of different universities. Yeah, in I was going to ask you, like when Tulane. Uh, Tulane. Closed, Tulane I, was at Georgia Tech. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say the um girl that I know uh, growing up uh, who went to Tulane actually decided to uh, transfer over to Binghamton and stayed at Binghamton instead, mm. but she had enrolled and was supposed to go to Tulane. So people that went to Tulane at the time, the entirety of the school of Tulane was attending school at Georgia Tech in Atlanta. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so like all the gymnasiums and all the like all stuff had become classrooms for Tulane. Because Tulane's a pretty small school. Georgia Tech is a medium-sized school. So we just fit a large size school inside of a medium size school and went on. Uh, yeah. But, and also like a lot of cool things that are in Atlanta, a lot of culture in Atlanta is from Katrina because a lot of people relocated and never went back. So there's like a whole bunch of like New Orleans culture in Atlanta. I mean, that's the thing. Once you come here, you don't want to leave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you like, do you like college parties, Betty still, or was that, that, that time's passed? Well, I mean, I, I like parties in general, but I don't like serving parties. So, like, I don't like when college kids come in. Yeah, weren't uh, but weren't you a patron? I don't at, mind. You weren't a patron at one point yourself. I mean, I've been working, so I didn't really go to college, but I've always been a patron. You know, I mean, yep. I don't love what you do until someone pays you to do it. So I pretty much get paid to drink. You know. Uh, no, I don't know. But um, uh, that let's get back to our uh, uh, little. Co- topic of conversation let's talk about our holiday traditions what holiday traditions do you have uh betty oh well uh sometimes we like to catch a like a sea rat you, you ever see a sea like a like a like a, a swamp rat what <laughs> you ever see a swamp rat no i don't know what that is at all you mean like a rat rat well, that I lives mean, in the swamp the, yeah pretty much like a real big rat like the size of a beaver sometimes big so you mean like a Tasmanian devil? I'm saying that shit. Beaver pretty much looks like a beaver. Uh-huh. You know, like a swamp rat. So a beaver. <laughs> well, anyway, mean you mean, mean a beaver? I mean, yeah, but it's. I mean, they don't have a beaver tail. That's the difference. Swamp rat. Okay. Um, right, but it's mean as fuck. You know what I'm saying? They don't give a shit. They'll fuck a gator up. <laughs> Them swamp rats. Well, anyway, so like a uh, family tradition, a bunch of kids get together with a stick. And, uh. Betty. Ooh. Oh, uh, Betty. Well, while we're waiting for uh, Betty's voice to regain signal. Betty's got to get out of that bar. It's too loud. Yeah, it's a loud bar, Betty. Um, uh, but I mean, all, all my bars are, are loud. You know, uh-huh. Sure. Well, well, start start from um where where's a good place for her to start off? Sorry. Um yeah, it was a l- swamp rat. Swamp yeah, <laughs> yeah, start from the swamp rat. So did you hear some of my family tradition? We heard about swap rats. That's all we heard. All right. So, 
Huh? Right, you know, get some moonshine, get kids together. Uh-huh. Everybody gets drunk, kids too, because it's Christmas. And then yeah, we go out with sticks and rocks. You following me? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. Can you not hear me or do you not understand what I'm saying? No, I don't understand why you get sticks and rocks. Oh, because that's how you kill swamp rats. Oh, so that's you, fair. Oh, so it's your holiday well, tradition is just kill things. Guns? That's crazy. I'm sorry, what? Your holiday tradition is just kill things. No, then we eat it. We all get together. Oh, well, that's sweet. That's much sweeter than I thought. Yeah, that's the the Christmas beast, if I ever heard one from like, uh, yeah. I'm curious how uh, Possum compares to Swamp Rat. Well, see, the thing is Possum tastes more like Gator and Swamp Rat tastes a little bit more like Beaver. And Beaver's exotic. Oh, Beaver's exotic. Wow. Yeah. Um, we don't get a lot of beavers around here. We get a lot of swamp rats. Yeah. Not a lot of dams, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Could have saved us. Well, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> uh, so, Alon, what is your holiday tradition? Uh, is that a, it's a Hanukkah tradition? Yeah. You'll, you know, I'm married, uh, you know, outside of the faith. So, my experience. How many times? <laughs> only once for now. Um, so far, so well, good. Good luck with that one. Thank you. <laughs> First Thank one's you, always about love. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. The second one that's about money, and then the third one is about just finding someone you could grow old with, and then all the ones after that are usually about fun or opportunity. You know, the um, nature of having in-laws should be something of fear, but luckily uh, it's pretty chill. So um, every Christmas day of the last you know few years um i get to go visit my in-laws out in new jersey um out in maplewood new jersey which in in, and it would turn out i don't know this firsthand because i don't have children but um that it's become like the williamsburg west the brooklyn west oh and everybody moves there to have a kid Colonial, basically. Well, so yeah, all, all the all the thirty something hipsters, late twenties, early something hipsters hey, are like, Let's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful area. Don't get me wrong. I would never live in New Jersey, but it's beautiful. <laughs> of course, you're New York through and through. <laughs> Absolutely, no doubt. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't. I would live in oh, New I Jersey. Get it. I think you got a Williamsburg too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's correct. For for sure. Well, you all know, right. you see, you, you must meet a lot of these kids from Brooklyn going to your uh, bars. These little punks. I mean, most of the kids from Brooklyn ain't from Brooklyn. The whole thing, you know, come from the South, go to Brooklyn, get stupid tattoos of where they're from, and then act like they're from Brooklyn when they start wearing black. It's impressive because I see a lot of uh, similarities with uh, where we are here in New Orleans and back in Bushwick. But, you know, Bushwick is very much uh, with a lot of colorful characters, uh, just like you'll find out in, uh, you know, in the New Orleans music and art scene, right? Yeah. I'm sure you must get a ton I mean, of yeah. these, 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 you know, uh, these street bands that want to come play shows or whatever, right? I mean, everybody's always playing music. You can play music on the street. You can play music at a bar. Sometimes if you're good on the street, they let you go in a bar. But sometimes you make more money on the street than the bar. No Absolutely. Thing. They get real generous. My sister dated a, a, um, a fiddle player. He's a multi-instrumentalist. Wow. Yeah, multi-instrumentalist um, with uh, a uh, awesome, like, washboard uh, band, you know, Western Swing. Mm-hmm. They played DBA one time. It was dope. It was cool. Like just seeing, you know, people. You know, Sorry, what the hell is DBA? I don't know what it stands for. It's on Frenchman. <laughs> I swear, I don't know what it stands for, but it's on Frenchman. Uh, is yeah. that drug music? 
everything, <laughs> all, everything all, is drug all, music. All music. This is uh, this is a hot take, if you will. And as we've established in the past, hot hey, takes Tobin are, was on drugs, are damn just it. normal opinions. Um, uh, my hot take is that all music is drug music. Don't all tell right, me that most. You're not wrong. A lot of people yeah. come down here to get inspiration and write, and I can tell you they all love drugs and they love self. Yeah. Beethoven took drugs. Come on. Oh, yeah. I, the only possible exception is that narc um, Mozart. What a narc. Such a narc. Yeah, Mozart. <laughs> narc. <laughs> yeah. Mozart Mo- Mo- uh, is, is Mozart's narc. Um, no, uh, so my holiday tradition is just eating a lot of food. So it's good that we're in New Orleans because uh, we, we used to eat um, chocolate chip pancakes in the morning. And then for lunch, we'd have chocolate fondue. And for dinner, we would have a ham. So that was like the entirety of our... And, and at night, we would open presents on Christmas Eve, not from Santa. And during the day, we would... And Christmas morning, we'd open them from Santa. So my, my parents were trying to instill us gratitude towards people so we didn't, like, confuse what was Santa and what was not. I thought it was pretty good. Now, were you, were you eating all that sugar so that you could rest up for the kill of the pig before um, dinner? No, uh, we bought a pre-killed pig. Uh, That's a pretty good question, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got we got pre-killed pigs in Connecticut um, and in Atlanta. We've never had to kill our own pig. I think we should change that next That's year. That's pretty fancy. Yeah, I mean, let me tell you, get some moonshine, kill your own food. And yeah. You don't feel right eating it if someone else killed it for you, you know? Yeah. And it's just like when a cat's feeling sorry for you and they bring you like a rat or something. <laughs> Sad. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why they do it. They feel sorry for you, stupid ass. No, no. Like they, they're run. being thankful for you feeding them. Nah, that ain't it. But I also tell you, I ain't never had a cat bring me no rats. I'll tell you why. Because I bring a swamp rats. They know I know how to hunt. Yeah. Uh, sure. So, do you know a lot about animals, Elon? Uh, yes. Uh, sorry. Yes, I peeked there for a minute. Uh, yes, I absolutely did. I feel like I feel like I got a little bit of that psychic in me, and I feel like you know a lot of people in New Orleans are magical. But anyway, well, I am uh, holding I a hedgehog. Yeah, I mean, he's holding a literal hedgehog. I know, and there's a guy over there with a parrot, and a guy over there with a snake. You feel special? No, nope. I'm in Brooklyn. I don't feel right. special ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm from. I, mean, I thought you were here with me right now. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm I, when I'm in I'm in Brooklyn. Like that's where I live every day. So I can feel special. I mean, New Orleans, it's something else entirely. I love yeah. whenever I'm here. I yeah, absolutely feel like I am um, a little bit of home is there with me because my sister lives there. So um, it's second home to me at least for the time being. Yeah. No. I mean, it's great to have family here. You know, so you don't have to squat down at the Abbey or whatever. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, Abby? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm, in, I'm really curious now. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you ever, you ever go, you ever go squatting? I'm telling you, you find a great place down at the Abbey. You, oh, sure, 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 sure. hang out. Got sure. It. Got it. That makes yeah, sense. I mean, they've got the dogs and the kittens and all the cute little animals. One's got a baby goat. Yeah, so they know, they know the best place. Squat. Is the where where exactly is the Abbey in uh, New Orleans? Like what what uh what area? I want to. Oh, it's in the in, in the middle of town. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah, far yeah. Away from gotcha. Nowhere near where I'm staying. Generally, I mean, I'm 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 around there now. Maybe like Bywater or, or they, I forget the name of the other one. That's a little bit yonder. I forget. What third like third word or not third word? It's six word or something like that. I forget. 
I'm, I'm, I'm new yeah. again. Yeah, exactly. Well, I haven't. I don't. I just don't come here often enough. Yeah. I really like. I need to get back here again at a different time of the year. December is great and everything, um, and August is awful. So maybe like somewhere in the spring, I think it'd be a good healthy medium. Yeah, I mean, third, well, you should Google the Third Ward Marching Band. Look up the Third Ward Marching Band. Find out when they're up to something and come down and see that. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend that. Uh, okay. All so, right. So, uh, you gonna tell me a story about dogs or something? That's what you told me. You said you're gonna, is, gonna tell is, about dogs. Is that what I'm doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, I what's, don't know. What what's the hell did you come here? Yeah. So we're we're telling a story. So the the, the, the next step this is, is this is the storytelling show. So, uh, Alon, I'll let you. T- how about we you tell any story you want? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I appreciate I mean, that. But you tell any story you feel like telling. I'm not gonna tell you what. I mean, if it's about dogs, then all the better. Well. I mean, look. I mean, for all in all fairness, um, it, it's not a very happy story. So, and uh, there's a lot uh, to sort of take in. There's a lot of moving parts about the story. So, um, to make it easier, I'm sort of breaking down um, things chronologically here because um, I, I just recently uh, lost a few animals. Um, mm. So it's fresh in my mind. Yeah. yeah. No, the, no, the gator uh, did not get them. Uh, the the fate uh, uh, brought them down of uh, old age. Oh, the fader, the fader, <laughs> the, the fader, the fader gator. <laughs> um, That's something that happens. Bad juju. You got to get right with some uh, right. superhero reishes. Yeah. So I mean, basically, the the best way to start it is is that when I moved in to where I'm, I'm currently living um, in Brooklyn, uh, this area called Park Slope. Uh, we adopted a dog right away, uh, and that was that was 2011. And uh, he was this year and a half old uh, Italian Greyhound Chihuahua mix named Max that we uh, found out about from Facebook. A friend of ours um, had posted his photo. We were like, we fell in love and everything, and uh, picked him up from this shelter in Williamsburg called Bark B A R C. Shout out to them. Um, so that that was the, the way it was for a year, and then. Um, so the place that we live uh, at the time, we were living in the basement um, of the house that my now wife uh, grew up in. We are in the basement with our dog, Max, and there's a whole backyard that we don't really have access to. There's my you know, future mother-in-law living upstairs in the house and effectively our landlord, uh, the woman I gave the money to every month. She was out in the backyard gardening with her contractor on site. Like and, a dowry? I, I don't know what that means. A dowry. Like a dow. What's dowry, a dowry? dowry? I heard that word before. Uh, it's dowry. it's when uh, it's okay. So it's an old term that when a woman marries a man, as part of the arrangement to get married, the the family gives them something, whether it be goats, money, or. Yeah. You want goats, trust me, they'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Probably not in New York, but somewhere. Yeah. So it's it's an arrangement as part of the the organization that is, you know, for purchasing humans in some weird way that is no longer existent as part of marriage. I I believe that is not what this is, but that's yeah. a, but it's a good try, Betty. Thank you. <laughs> Um, trying to relate. It, yeah, no, I can understand. To... I understand. I, 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 but it, but it's a good correlation. Um, <laughs> so, my, my let's just call her Mama C. My my uh, Mama C was out there with her contractor gardening. Uh, you know, trying to clean things up, and they spot a ferret, and so he picks it up for her. She brings it in, effectively makes it our uh, a new pet for the household. I didn't know about this because um, 
you said you did comedy and uh, before we just went to air, I think, or no, just when we were starting here. Yeah. Um, I saw Onassis at UCB. Uh, shout out to my wow. good friends uh, from back in the day, Josh Rubin and Mike Scollins. Uh, very funny folks. Onassis who, came down to the bayou. We're talking about the same guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So the, the group um, was performing. I was grabbing a sandwich and then I got a call from uh, Robin, my wife, and she was like, um, could you bring a ferret cage back on the way home and i'm like what <laughs> i'm like huh and then next thing you know, know wives are always saying that aren't they yeah like i can't tell you how many times i told my like could that. you bring a ferret cage home like not, nothing like that so yeah i brought it i brought it uh i i came back home that night and then yeah we got this evidently female ferret that uh was not inspected properly at the time like she got this name freddie and my you know, mother-in-law was very British. She was like, ew, Freddie. Oh, like, you know, very like proper British. I love your British accent. It's like, <laughs> it's Freddie. Oh. No. And <laughs> oh, no. Hey, Freddie. Um, make sure you rest in peace. Yeah, exactly. It's she so was, accurate. She's very British. This woman was super British. So of course she wants a freaking ferret to have uh, for her I own. From the yeah. So, that was fun having now a dog and a ferret who lived upstairs. It's just it's perfect semblance, right? Um, but she wasn't satisfied, so this British woman wants a, a lap dog. So we go on Petfinder and we found a lap dog um, that turned out to not be a lap dog, and that was Ace. And Ace showed up in 2013, so that was like early 2013, a few months after the, the ferret showed up. Um, we went to the side of the road at like all crazy hour of the evening. I guess it must have been like midnight, 1230. We're out in New Jersey uh, picking up from a Dunkin' Donuts a uh, little senior. Yeah, you can get a good ferret cage at a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, <laughs> we should have <laughs> while we were out there on the way. Um, yes. Or you can just get a, a free coffee with it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it comes with every ferret cage. Yeah, one free <laughs> coffee with every ferret cage. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't just sell ferret cages. They got different sizes. Ones, Time you know? to make the ferrets. Yeah. Um, the, the, <laughs> so, we, so we pick the dog up, and he's a senior yeah. rescue. He's a senior rescue. He's like a little white dog named Ace. And so we brought him back, and he immediately was discovered to be not a very f- effective lap dog. So we took him in as our own. Um, but you know, she, our, my mother-in-law, still wasn't. So he wouldn't sit on laps. Like, how do you fuck that up? I guess he was just too big or he was just too scared and wasn't just wasn't really very he was very head shy right you know there's some of those there's more I know that in down here in New Orleans there's not as many small dogs but you should be you'd be surprised you go up to Brooklyn it is like full of small dogs and a lot of these small dogs just you know are overlooked and so he was very head shy yeah exactly he might as well have been no he was uh, like what like 11 pounds or something at the very most Uh, maybe even less uh, maybe like nine pounds. Yeah. Um, very emaciated, but we filled him up and, you know, got him to have a happy home. And uh, he just passed away last night. Oh, well, I'm sorry. You no, know, it's okay. Uh, but, you know, uh, it, it, we gave him a good life and we had him up until now. You know, he's still in this story. Um, but it is sad that uh, he uh, um, had met his demise early, but he was, uh, he didn't come to us very good. Like, you know, when you get a dog and you are wanting to know how old it is. And if they're microchipped, then you can pretty yeah, much find it out. Under the belly. But unfortunately, he That's wasn't. Way. He wasn't microchipped. Yeah. And so when you don't microchip a dog, you're kind of playing sort of a guessing game. Sure. 
and the vet's just going to like give you a number. Maybe yeah. other vets will give different numbers, but ultimately you don't know. So he had the distinction of being this mysterious sort of magical um, infinity number where we weren't even sure. He could have been like 16, but we assumed he was like 14 or 15. Yeah, well, that's old. Um, so, but then, so, but at any rate, at the time, he's young, he's strapping, he's uh, just little tiny taco terrors, we called him. And my mother-in-law, Mama C, not happy, still wants a dog that she can, you know, call her own. So we foster a dog. We friggin' foster a dog. And we do not... You can get a lot of money fostering kids, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> right. oh, Straight from the goodness. government, right, Betty? Well, we could have done that. Yeah, I'm just saying... We, yeah. we, we instead of dogs, you might make some money back if you start fostering kids. And you're you're not wrong because if honestly, I'm glad that dog. I'm glad that we kept this dog because we did end up keeping this dog. But at the time, he was like a not, not even yet housebroken puppy straight out of Puerto Rico. He was supposed to be a foster, and we were supposed to simply just give him uh, to a family that wanted him. But there was no way he was going anywhere because the minute he came to our door off the day early off the plane from Puerto Rico. My mother-in-law was like, "That's it. That's my dog." And I know so, that feeling, love at first sight. Yep that that dog's name is Flippy. He's a currently a therapy dog and has been on TV and he's um, done amazing work with children, uh, like you know, inner city youth um, over in New York City um, in an area of Bushwick. Um, you know, dealing with kids and going in, uh, you know, to, during school program and you know, teaching them about bullying and, you know, not how not to, you know, doing good things, doing good, good, good dog things. So he's like a, Damn. yeah, he's a, he's a good boy. Um, so he kind of stuck around, um, as sounds like a pussy. Yeah, he, exactly. He is flipping and dipping, dipping and dopping. Yeah. I feel like I'm making a 504 boy song. It flipping and dipping and dipping and dopping. Flipping, dipping, dopping, stopping, making, doing, not dropping. And I, I, I talk about the dog like a disorder. And you know I go south of every order. Uh, okay. oh. That's it. No. And then the next dog. So the next dog was the lap that dog. Was beautiful. That was That was Y'all beautiful. put a hat out. Put a hat out. <laughs> the last dog uh, that came into our uh, house was a dog named Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns is this 10-year-old at the time. Betty? Go on. Oh, okay. I'm listening. No, you're... Hey, look. This is cigarette material right here. (laughs) Mr. Burns is like a 10, 11-year-old... Yeah, like something like that. 10, 11-year-old chihuahua who's like five pounds soaking wet. And that's the dog that ends up uh, successfully being the, the lap dog that Mama C was so looking for. So she's taking care of two dogs upstairs because she's the one who's taking care of Flippy effectively. It comes over more responsibility when Mama C begun, becomes a little less able to walk, and that's fine because by that point he's been um, housebroken. He, um, you know, he's been trained. He's very well trainable uh, still to this day. But at the time we were like, all right, well, this is happening, and we're taking care of three dogs now. But at least he was upstairs. The ferret's upstairs. This little tiny brown chihuahua named Mr. Burns is upstairs. I'm living with five animals, and I'm thinking to myself, what have I gotten myself into? I'm about to be married to this woman, um, you know, in like a year. Um, not even less than a year by that point, by the time we got the little dog. Um, you know, July of 2014. We... The trick? Yep. No, no I was about to say... The trick is to get... Two of every kind. <laughs> one's male, one's female. That's and the then, everything. And That's then you build the boat. Ends. Right. 
Yeah. yeah. But none of these, but all, I got the, a boat. all these dogs are spayed and neutered, you know, like that. You don't want that unless you do. And if you do, I mean, that's great. But, but all of them neutered, all of them uh, were um, fixed. Even the ferret, who, who is the only female right now, uh, uh, you know, How at this point. How the hell would you feel if someone did that to you? What, being what? Fixing you. Cut off your balls. Hey, look, you know, that's uh, one of those things that uh, is a cultural appropriation, I think. You know, and there's... With no, all the balls I ever cut off in my life, I never cut a dog's balls. I don't know if that's the right term I'm looking for. I think what I'm saying is, is that... And we can get to the debate another time. I mean, there's a... You know, the, 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 the merits between rescuing and buying versus the merits versus uh, fixing and not fixing. I mean, it depends on what you're looking for, but you got to be safe about it. That's all. Sure. And, and so, for some types of animals, especially pr- some types of prey animals... In a home environment, not being fixed, um, uh, it increases their chance of cancer by quite a bit. So, yeah, um, I mean, that's probably true. Yeah. So, out of here by the water, though. Yeah. Um, so we, so okay, listen. A week after we got married, and we had all the dogs, by the way, involved in our uh, wedding ceremony. Of course, you did. And the photo was adorable, and they had bow ties, and sure, everything is cool. Whatever. We have, we're, we're crazy dog people. That's who, you know, we, we've embraced that already at this point. Yeah. Sounds oh. like a bunch of crazy animal people because you got a bunch of ferrets and hedgehogs and all, whatever. Well, the hedgehog is, it, we haven't even gotten to the hedgehog yet. Technically, this one is very brand new. We got a cat a Can week. I touch him? Yeah? You know, I'll touch him, but I'm not going to squeeze him too hard because I want to squeeze an animal too hard. No, 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 of course not. No, and luckily, like, their spikes get harder. <laughs> their their spikes get harder as they get older. So when they're younger, they're actually the the spines are really uh or it's much softer. Really, can I bounce it? It's like a ball. Can I bounce it or do I just hold it? I would just hold it. Yeah. All right, I'm not They're they're too cute to want to bounce. Uh, so if we get a cat, we get a cat not because we wanted a cat, but because there's an engine block in a in a car across the street from our home that evidently was able to house two kittens. I'm not shitting you about this. This exact thing happened. Smelling from the engine block of a car across the street, my dog smelled something, and it, it were two kitten. It was two kittens. After the couple who came back to their car lifted the engine up, hood up. We looked through there. We see two kittens. We bring them in. We uh, get my mother-in-law uh, to you know nurse them to life effectively. One of them. The one who was making all the noise in the first place doesn't survive. Yeah. She dies. So she. It's always the squeakiest wheel to get to the oil, you know what I'm saying? Right. She, but, you know, the, the one that wasn't talking, that made no noise, that one is alive to this day. And his name is Ozzy, and he is gigantic and likes to beat up and bully the uh, Border Collie. Oh, wow. It's pretty funny. I mean, that is, uh, is that like a Maine Coon? <laughs> she, no, he, Well, he, you're not allowed to say that. Uh, that's, yeah, that's true. You're a racist, Greg. <laughs> I think it's a different definition, but okay. The, um, the, the, the cat is, uh, I'm not sure. Maybe it's a mix of, a um, a different kind of, uh, breed of cat, but I wouldn't be too sure. Um, it was a rescue and, uh, but he was a kitten, a literal kitten, like just like an actual Day old, two day old kitten, and now he's like what two and a half or three or something. And he's easily the second largest animal in the house. <laughs> they frap real good. Yeah, the um the the kit the kit the kitten became a cat. The cat's chilling, and then um my mother in law passes away last summer, 
And she was a very strong-willed woman, you know, battleship of a woman. The fact that she uh, managed to survive cancer after, you know, two years of battling it was no surprise to anybody because she was a very resilient uh, lady. Uh, but she left us with an entire house full of fucking animals. Hey, babe, I want you to know we're on our way. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we le- yeah, and then a month later, my boss's brother finds another ferret in the streets of Fort Greene, Brooklyn. Uh, what? Yeah. You know, yeah, it's supposed to be a farm. Yeah, well, now then it became a farm. Exactly. We had two ferrets now. A very young male one named Carlton, who was found on this on Carlton Avenue in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. And then we get, uh, you know, you know, he gets a, a a playmate in the form of this now sort of middle aged old lady, more or less ferret uh, named Freddie. So we got two ferrets. We have a cat. We have four dogs. And then, uh, you know, we get this hedgehog who just showed up only just about maybe like two months ago at the very most. How do you have time to do anything ever besides take care of animals? <laughs> well, that's actually a good question, Greg. I'm uh, considering uh, doing starting up doing like a sort of a dog sitting thing. Oh, well, that um, would actually be match what you do with your time normally. Yeah. I mean, we have the space for it. So it, it's, it's a form of income. It's something good to do. Uh, it's a good service. And yeah, I mean... I clearly, I cared about enough of uh, the animals that we have had over the years uh, to, to you know, manifest that care to others. I mean, I just want to be giving. For my income? Come again? For my income? I have no, I can't, I can't parse that at all. I have no idea what you're saying. Yeah. That's very cryptic. No, never mind. No, what did you say? Hi. Oh, Hey, are, guys, are we ready to go on there soon? Yes, yeah, yes. We, we, uh, uh, my story's like, done. I didn't. I think, it's, it's, I think. No, I meant. Catherine, Catherine, we're in what? a different time zone. Shh. What are you talking about? No, I get that everything looks really antique. No, 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 no. We're in a different time zone, not time period. We, you're, an, we're an hour like behind. Or, yeah, we're yeah. So the, the the show's been on for forty minutes. Oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? I'm late. You're, yeah, oh, you're always late, Catherine. Not always. I've probably been on time at least once. No. I've not been on time at least once. No, you have not. Catherine, I brought a hedgehog to the studio. Yeah. We got oh a hedgehog. Oh, my God. I've been seeing so many pictures of you. Gimme, gimme. Stop. Why are you bouncing it? What? Uh, this is, um, you know how I find hosts? This is our host. She's from, uh, yeah. the, bu- she's from the bayou. Betty. Hey. Hey, what's up? I remember you from the swamp rat. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, have, you make a really mean hurricane. Yep, the trick is I put love in it. This is like one of the first times they've met, so... (laughs) Clearly. Uh, no, no, uh, we met earlier. Yeah, I see that. No, I'm saying that you're, uh, that normally you haven't met the host yet, so this is interesting, you know this one. Yeah, no, I met her on the bayou when I went to the swamp. Just on your normal trip to the swamp. Yeah, what else would you do? What did you do yesterday? Um, I ate beignets and walked around. Is what I did yesterday, okay. and oh, and yeah, and, I basically gone. I mean, I and listened to jazz music and got drunk. Oh my god, were those musicians not the hottest? Actually, it wasn't jazz. We were in a different place, but they yeah, were really hot. Uh, yeah. Were but, your musicians hot? Uh, no, they were old men playing music. Mm, I guess that's a fetish for some people, though. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. So, well, Catherine, now that we're most of the way through the show, do you have a story? Oh my God, um, there's tons of stories. Not me, I mean, but uh, I wonder if I should tell the story about how I met my dog. I think that's a have good story. story. Yeah, no, I, you've never told me the story. I don't think you told me either. Yeah, so um, I was without a pet from 13 until uh, not that long after because I'm only 21. But it was a long time and it sucked. Uh, it felt like forever. Uh-huh. So uh, I really, really wanted a pet and uh, I was living with my family and I had to convince my grandmother that like showing her articles about like how it's, um, you know, positive to have animals, now it's good for you, like emotionally and health-wise, and like really, really convincing her that it's like a good idea to have an animal in the home, because she's like, I don't want to take care of it. I don't want to take care of it, is actually her voice. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So finally, she was like, all right, fine. We can go look at the uh, shelter at North Shore Animal League. Like, we'll just look. We're not going to get anything. We're just going to look. Right, famous last words. Because I wasn't going to buy a dog. That's irresponsible and stupid. And uh, I wasn't going to get a puppy because that's also wrong. Because, like, morally, you should go with an adult dog. Sure. So, yeah. So I'm walking around, and I see all the dogs. And they're all really cute. But none of them are my dog. You know, like, they're all cute dogs. And I would love all of them if they were my dog. And they could totally be my dog. But it just wasn't my dog. Then I accidentally wind up in the puppy room. Totally by accident. And, yeah, um, accidental. You accidentally 100%. go to the puppy room. That is a misnomer. Yeah. So weird. Like, I saw a sign that said puppies. I'm like, oh, I'm not going in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I wind up in the puppy room. And um, and I'm like, don't make eye contact. Don't touch anything. Don't fall in love. Like, these are really cute animals. And I saw this little bastard hound. And I fell in love with his little smirky face. And I really wanted to touch him. And I'm like, all right, you need to get out of here. So I run into another room to get away from this puppy, and it's a second puppy room. So now there's just more puppies. Yeah, so you just... And, uh, this kind of reminds me of, like, Adventures of Zelda or whatever, and uh, or Adventures of Link, or, like, and yeah. Legend of Zelda. The Legend of Zelda, where, like, you're going into different rooms, and all you can see are, like, the same enemies that you want to try and avoid. So yeah, Legend of exactly. Zelda, yeah. Only these enemies are really fluffy, cute puppies. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um... So I see this little puppy, and somebody's holding it in a towel, and I'm like, oh, well, this puppy's out. I'm not I'm not taking it out of a cage to pet it. I, I could get a little bump of puppy before I go back and look at the dog. Oh, yeah, you know? this sounds like a terrible thing for you. Yeah, impulse control. So I hold this puppy, and her big brown eyes look me in the eye, and I'm like, oh, my God, I love you. I love your face. I love your snoot. I love your mouth. I love your nose. I love your face. I love your ears. I love your paws. I loved everything about her. And I was like, okay, you're falling in love. Stop it. So I take the dog, this puppy, and I put the puppy in the back in her crate uh, because that's the safest thing to do, right? Um, well, I mean, did, did she go to uh, the bathroom before you put her in the crate? Well, no, no. It was, it, it was like that's where she was hanging out. You know, right. like, but all of them were in their crates. Yeah. So I put her back, and she starts to shiver and shake. And I'm like, oh, my God, is she sick? And they're like, no, she's just really needy. Yeah, so it's you're you're pretty much you cho- you chose a dog based off of separation anxiety. Well, th- don't <laughs> don't you kind of have a little bit of that anyway yourself, Catherine? 
I mean, it's also how I choose mates. Yeah, she chooses anyone so. who's super duper needy. That's her like thing. Yeah. Yeah, like if you're not needy, it's not gonna work. Cause like you're just, it's not gonna, it's just not gonna feel special. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew this was my dog, but I still wanted to do the right thing. So I go back out to the to the dog room, and uh, I, I I wanted a small dog. So I, I I meet the smallest I can find, and neither of those dogs are jiving with me. Like it's just not not the right relationship. Yeah, the dog doesn't so um want you so much that uh it's uh, it's painful. Yeah, exactly. You can tell, which is so weird because like you would think these dogs want to get out of there, but at North Shore Animal League, I guess they have it pretty good. Like this one dog was fed in a high chair because it had a larynx or esophageal, like esophageal problem. I bet you anything that the dogs there aren't don't would like a home that isn't there. They just literally um, don't cry when you walk away. <laughs> Yeah, so it just wasn't the right fit. Yeah, because you, know you need saying? a dog. You need a dog who is more than obsessed with you. Yeah, like yeah. our we got our first dog because he went up on his hind legs when he saw us, and like yeah. he put his front leg, put paws on the leg, and it was the most adorable thing. Like that was the signal for sure. Yeah, it's no different than picking a significant other. Um, <laughs> yeah, so red so flags. There I am. <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah Plan all your flags right i mean I you uh, you um choose people based off of what normal people would think was creepy but also i guess you're also a giant red flag so that person's also making a mistake um have <laughs> you ever looked up romance because uh, by romance you mean stalking and weirdness is of what you mean it's very simple greg's last Watch. name is kinsey he wrote the book on romance i uh, know yeah yeah right yeah. my uh yeah. my Ellen non-related uh romance. relative <laughs> uh. i just think i find it very telling that elon thinks that sex is romance but, um, <laughs> yeah. so i just wanted to point it out point token point so, yeah token. i go back into the puppy room and i see her and she's prancing along like just like athletic you know, tail up, just showing this dude how athletic she is, you know? And I'm like, oh, she's a hustler. And that's when I knew. I was like, all right, I need to adopt that dog out from under that man. And we went through all what? the uh, paperwork. We did everything. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want him to fall in love with her before I could take her home. Yeah. So that whole and thing then, was you being like, so you're, the actual reason why you have your dog is not because you fell in love with it instantly. It's because you got competitive. No, no, I was going back for her. You're going back to look at the but dog, maybe. and then you're like, oh, no, there's someone else is interested in my dog. Well, now I've got to compete for her love. Yeah, yeah, and that's how our relationship is to this day. Deal with it. Yeah, your dog, yeah, well, your, your dog just Why do whines. You think I and you, you come over? I love Trixie. I love her. Yeah. She Th- is, that dog adores me, and I ignore the crap out of her. Oh, she loves everybody, yeah, and you well, should never ignore her. Uh, no, no. She, I, I pet her, but then she gets real mad if I start petting the cat. Uh, and by yeah, ma- she's jelly. She's, she's mad jelly. Yeah, well, yeah, your dog definitely likes oh, me a lot, and it's weird. She's like, she's a one bitch kind of girl. Like, she's like, don't look at cats. Don't like if she smells me when I come home while, after walking dogs. She's like, what the fuck is that? Oh, did you have fun out there with your horse? <laughs> and then she doesn't make eye contact with me. And if I watch like puppy videos. Or anything, she looks at me like, "Really, you're gonna watch that in front of me? I'm right here." Yeah, much like a boyfriend when watching porn in front of you. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's relatable. 
Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, I got her a crate that day because I was going to, you know, train her responsibly. Of course you and, were. And uh, I was, and I, and I did. No, you didn't. <laughs> She's so well trained. She's the worst trained dog. She's the best. I mean, the I think. Trick. Yeah. Well, she's Trixie, so oh. they're. <laughs> yeah. She tricks you out of your food all the time. That is a good trick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her, well her, her trick is not knowing how to get a tennis ball out from underneath a desk. That's where you're wrong. Her trick is making you get the tennis ball out from But the difference the is, desk. and the reason why your dog likes me so much is I don't. I just go, I just yeah. point at it, and she goes, mm. And she was well. You're so, basically the kid at the sex party that doesn't want to have sex with anybody. Of course, everybody wants you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if I'm going to throw a ball, you're going to retrieve it, dog. Even if it goes under the desk. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, so I get her the crate. I put her in the crate. I'm totally going to crate train her, and she starts to whimper. Uh huh. So I'm like, oh my god, a puppy in my bed. I don't want to sleep and pee. It's not a fetish of mine. Neither is poo. Like, I'm not into waking up like that, you know? Sure. So uh, I, uh, I'm i like, all right, I'm going to put this wee pad down. You can sleep in the bed tonight and only tonight. You're going to be crate trained tomorrow. Uh, and uh, she never peed in the bed, but she's also never slept in a cage. Of course she hasn't. Your do- you you cannot no. do that. That has nothing to do with your dog. That is entirely you. Yeah, when, whenever no, a dog... that's my dog. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's because you, your, do- your dog... And you are codependent. The minute your dog pees uh, in the bed, that's when she goes on the ground. You just have to go into a, a yeah. she doesn't have to sleep in like a crate or anything, but just, you know, it's time. She needs Listen, her own bed. I don't know about the moment she pees the bed because uh, we've all had our accidents if you drink a little too much. Come sure. on. Maybe You're, the third all, time she All I'm the bed. saying is that when, you're, when your dog is so old that she becomes incontinent. You are never going to put the dog on the ground because you're going to feel so bad about it because your dog will just cry until you do what yeah. it wants. I, I, yeah. You, you missed the story before, Catherine, but um, I was talking about, um, I don't know if, uh, you, we were friends on Facebook, uh, but you don't know if you saw that my uh, dog passed away yesterday. And um, incidentally, my... F- oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, Ace passed away. Um, my uh, little Italian, uh, not Italian, the uh, little... um. Soy Fox Terrier, a Chihuahua mix died. And then um, also, I didn't actually mention this in my story, but it's okay since there's an update. Um, um, the ferret, uh, the f- old the old lady, Freddie, uh, passed away late last night, oh, too. No. So, um, uh, but they were both incontinent uh, up until the last days. And cleaning up is not nice. It's not fun. You know, it's not. Uh, in- it, but, it, but it is necessary. And, you know, you feel like you have a responsibility to take care of them. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. That's... I've been in Conan too. I mean, it happens to everybody. No need to put them down. No, it's nope. not. No, nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we agree with you. So this is the. Wow. So Alon, where can we find you? Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? Find where? where? Uh, like, um, where, like, I mean, where are you performing this week? Or oh, you right, right. Where you can find me. I was going to say, uh, here. Or, uh, <laughs> I mean, you'll find me here. Uh, I yeah. am here every week. Uh, where, where, where's your social media presence? Where are you performing soon? Okay, so our show, Lost and Rewound, uh, is uh, here every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. So listen for that. Uh, just check the schedule. I know there's some days that it rebroadcasts as well, but that is subject to change. Um but 3 to 4 p.m. every Thursday here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Myself, Jimmy Hoffman, Allison Goodman, 
We got tapes upon tapes and old audio from guests yesteryears uh, that are re- revealed or unleashed onto unsuspecting listeners. That's that's great. Um, performances coming up are um, there's nothing right now. It's the holidays. Yeah, <laughs> it's slow, uh, but uh, I sure. do I do hope that uh, my hip hop improv group Boots and Cats will uh, pick things back up. Exactly. It's it's a straight off uh, the North Coast class uh, system. They uh, we I should say we will be back up and running. I would imagine yeah. uh, in the in the new year. Uh, shout out to Dougie. I also want to mention. Thank you. I also want to mention that I've been on your show, and I really, really love your show. It's so much fun. Thank you. We've, We've covered some of my mysteries. Yes. You know, when you were, yeah. before you were 21. Yeah, yeah. When you, yeah. well, last year when you were 21, and the year before when you exactly. were 21. Yeah. Um, social media. Uh, I'm beating you. Thank you. Social media, you can find yeah, me on Twitter. So. Twitter, I'm not on Instagram. Uh, find me on Twitter at E-L-A-N-N, all spelled out. Um, nice. Catherine, where can we find you this week? Uh, this week, you can find me straight up here in New Orleans, and I'm never moving away. Uh, <laughs> by you, Betty. Yeah, girl. Uh, we'll get a we'll get a houseboat up on the water. We'll get up some swamp rats. I'm not going to eat swamp rat because I'm uh, right, right. You're one of them weirdos. No, I'm not a weirdo. I just don't eat meat. Right. We call you fags, but whatever. I'm sorry. You can <laughs> oh. <say> that. <laughs> Wow, it's uh, it's crazy down here. It's the south. It's, uh, it's like wild down here. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can find me doing Satanic Bingo uh, January seventh. Please come down to Bushwick Bazaar. We now have a every other week, and I'm excited to announce that Femme Appeal, one of my favorite performers, will be performing. So do check so, that out. That so, is at Bushwick Bazaar. January seventh, every other week, starting January seventh. That's at seven p.m. But Femme Appeal is only at that one. So if you geek out for her as much as I do, come if, to that one. If you don't know what Satanic too. Bingo is, we play bingo and there's burlesque and sideshow performances. It's pretty fun. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. And it's hosted by Satan. There is also yeah. tarot, legitimate tarot from Somewhat Vague. He also carves candles and there's great prizes. Some are naughty. Not all. Depending yeah, on what about half of them. Naughty. Yeah, more than half. Some uh, depends on the week. Probably more than half. So, uh, what about you, Greg? Where can we find you? Um, this week, I will be sitting alone in my empty apartment as my roommates aren't there, packing up my stuff because they want me to move out. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds great. I hope we could check you out over there. Yeah, yeah. Everyone should come and check me out in my apartment, packing up my stuff and trying not to cry because I am emotionless being. Yeah. yeah, I actually want to come just watch you just to see if you cry because I know how emotional you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will not cry. Move, yo, listen, it's not even sadness. Moving is its own emotion. Sure. I, I, I Well, is it? Because I don't, I guess, again, I don't have strong there emotions. There is no way that you feel the same about moving in that moment when you're moving than you do anywhere else. It's like an exhaustion, a sadness, a frustration, and a looking forward to just getting it done. And There's so many emotions that go into in, moving. In a... Uh, in a future episode, we'll talk about the year that I did not have a home and I moved every week. Uh, that'll be a fun. I think I, I think I can talk about that for a while because I did move from apartment to apartment for an entire twelve months. Jesus. Uh, oh my one, God. Once once a week or once every other week um, while I was looking for a place because I couldn't find one for an entire year. Uh, and Greg, you can come live with me. 
Uh, <laughs> see, absolutely not. I will stay in your I'll stay in your <laughs> guest room, but there's no way. Um, we're not dating. This is not a thing that's happening. Uh, absol- we are dating. You're no, absolutely. Ab- absolutely not. This is. Um, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I will. Be my gay best friend. <laughs> what? <laughs> Then just be my gay best friend. But I don't I'm not gay, so I this say. doesn't work at all. I'm doing none of these things for you. I don't care who you have sex with, Greg. I'm not a controlling girlfriend. Yeah, I, absolutely not. This is um, uh, in the in the last in the last four minutes, we'll talk about how I will never be your boyfriend and how I don't want that and how you really actually don't want that because I don't want it. You only want someone who really oh God, like wants it. it so bad that they want to die. I do not want to date you. It would be terrible. Oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. This is so funny. I feel like you should tell me over music. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah, yeah. We can so certainly as, do that. Yeah, as, as we play out, play I will inform you that you have yeah. serious, like, issues with, like, you know, the stuff everywhere. And then, like, you have, like, you have abandonment issues of your stuff. Okay, fix and, me, Greg. No, I'm not going to fix you. I have no desire to put in the work that it would take to fix you because you're unfixable because you don't want to be fixed. This is the problem that we have. like all of my exes. This no, I sound like, yeah, maybe you're, by exes, you mean your actual therapists. This is not. <laughs> all my former therapists. Yeah, the, yeah. So, you, if you wanted to be fixed, maybe you could be fixed. But you don't want to be fixed. You just want to sit there and and whine until you're fixed. Alon, if he's going to profess his love to me, can you at least play some music? Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> Gladly. Yeah. This would be uh, so much more romantic music. Oh, Catherine, I have no on. desire to ever date you. In fact, I kind of don't even want to be in your apartment for more than 20 minutes. It's <laughs> and on that note... Yeah. <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah, I know. Um, and uh, and you're so needy, even as a friend, that I can't imagine what you'd be like to date. <laughs> I'm not a... Yeah. Go yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you You just literally text... You just literally text me... That you want to do laundry. That's all you do, and it's not like it's. It, and then if I say no, you, you basically call me a whore, and that's. <laughs> I can't imagine. And I'm just like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not cheating on you with laundry. That's not what's happening. Yes, you are. You paid for laundry. You had them do it for you. You skank. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. So. Uh, I bet no, they were that is... 45 minutes late, like me. Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, so... I'll tell you my story the next time I we see you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, another you're thing. Laundry. You make me do laundry with you, but then I've already done the laundry by the time you get there because you're an hour and a half late. <laughs> yeah, I would like to see that you're an hour and a half early. Yeah, no, no. Okay, so my new strategy for doing laundry with Catherine is tell her I'm there and not be there yet. And st- and still and still I'll beat her there. You would pe- make a perfect roommate. Yeah. <laughs> so would be an awesome roommate. Yeah. No, I'm not live. Yeah. Where would my stuff go, lady? You hoarder. You stuff. I thought you were a minimalist. No, I'm a minimalist when it comes to art and stuff. I have lots of board games and stuff. There's no no. There's no way we've got. Uh, uh, there's no way we're just gonna talk this out for the last ten seconds. And I'm gonna tell you, no, 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 bad. No. <laughs> Ow, why didn't you get a new face?